It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Tuesday, 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 Monday's hangover. Woo! A lot of stuff going on. You know, I said I wasn't going to say anything. Um, Puppet Master Mark's in the helm driving the mothership into the nether regions of uh, missing persons, apparently. Um, I said I wasn't going to say anything, Chris and Mark, about this Gabby Potato thing. I wasn't going to say anything because... Like, that's an interesting story. I get that it's an interesting story, right? For those of you who don't know, she's the Instagram influencer, I'm assuming, social media influencer who um, was taking a cross-country trip with her boyfriend. Yes, fiancé. That, that uh, Brian Laundry, Landry, whatever. And they, the, the intriguing thing was that they were pulled over by the police and they were obviously in a fight. And the police said, hey, maybe we need to separate you guys for the night and pull you guys apart. She was, she was kind of taking the blame, which is a sure sign of domestic abuse when, when the female or, or the abusee, at least, starts taking um, the blame. Like, it's my fault. I pushed too hard or I did this or whatever and starts to deflecting the, the accusations off the person. Well, then apparently they found her body. And now the, he goes missing. He hitchhiked back to Florida. That's a hell of a hitchhike. You, you people have kept up with this story. There's so many details and so many weird things about it. And uh, he's gone missing. They're looking for him, which I have my theories on that. But my thing about this, Chris, is this kind of stuff happens all the time. I mean, there's domestic violence and domestic murder and domestic abuse and there's there's homicides and as I said there's there's murders there's crimes of passion there's I think more people were murdered in Seattle you know I think the Seattle murder rates up to like a hundred this year um, Chicago is outrageous uh, Baltimore is outrageous but isn't it interesting and I don't want to take a person's life and say okay this is a distraction because it does matter but isn't it amazing with everything else going on in the world how the how the media can take a story magnify it like oh my god here's a picture of her van while they were traveling across the country she posted a picture of her van and it's significant because her hat is in the dashboard and here five days later is another picture of her van in another place and we just lap this stuff up like oh my god this is intriguing there's another picture of the van they didn't sleep in the van this night they actually put up dun 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 a tent and everybody's like, oh, my God, like it's, the news is just flooded with this story. And you talked about this, the whole news being 24-7. Got to got to And gotta, you got to feed the machine, feed the machine. But let me put a little bit devil's advocate to you. Does this say that we're kind of back to normal? Because don't you remember like when Trevor Martin was murdered, when Jody Ayers killed her boyfriend? Like we focus on that and that the whole nation was just focusing on those one issues and everything else just like faded into the background. I just think, I think it's a media ploy huh. to get your eyes off of the significant things that are happening. Greg Abbott does a news, news conference today down in Del Rio, Texas at the border. You know, this morning I'm getting my morning brief from the border from my various sources. Tens of thousands of Haitians are, are flooding into South Texas. We've seen the images now. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, but I've got people who are, are officials in South Texas that are text messaging me this morning saying, if Fox News does not stop misrepresenting what's happening, and they specifically called out Fox. They said, if, they, if Fox doesn't specifically stop 
misrepresenting what's happening here on the border, we won't be a guest on Fox anymore as a subject matter expert. Uh, and what I mean by that is like they're trying to say that these Texas troopers aren't giving humanitarian, uh, meeting humanitarian needs, food, water, sanitation, uh, bathrooms, those kind of things. That's simply not true. They are providing those things. And, you know, this is what's going on on the southern border. This is going to lead to far more violence, far more murder, far more death, uh, whether it is physical violent death or COVID-related or whatever, however we want to spin it. This is crisis, right? And I'm not saying that this girl disappearing wasn't a crisis. I mean, God forbid that happens to anybody's family. Don't take me wrong. This is horrible. But, the, but to turn it into a media soup, right, where people are just lapping it up when so many things are going on in the world, that's why I just said I wasn't going to talk about this, and now I'm talking about it, but I'm talking about it from the, from the other angle because I want people to think about what they're getting fed. The media is spinning everything. They're spinning everything. You saw the pictures of the troopers on horseback, and you can see the reins that are flying, and people are saying they're whipping these migrants that are coming across the border. Oh, my God, they're whipping. Those are called reins, people. I don't know if you've ever been on a horse or not or even watched a movie. Those are reins. Uh, they are, you know, using the tools at hand to round these people up. Um, yeah, okay. Anyway. We'll talk about some more of that. Uh, hey, how are you going to know when you're ready to do something about your receding hairline and your ball spot? Well, you just look in the mirror. That's when you know. You know it's time to do it. So I'm going to help you out. Keeps. Keeps has more than five, more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And hundreds of thousands of guys trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention. Keeps op offers the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair treatment. And because they're using the generic versions of the, of the medication... You pay about half the cost, and you do everything online. You answer a few questions. You snap a couple of pictures of your hair. You send it in, and a licensed doctor reviews your info and recommends the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's going to be shipped to your door. And should you have any questions along the way, guess what? you got a doctor available to you that you can message 24-7. And I'll help you keep track of your progress. Keeps is going to uh, get you started today with a special discount. If you go to Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss. For 50% off your first order of hair loss treatment. That's keeps.com slash loss. Keeps.com slash loss. And we'll be right back. Now, a couple of housekeeping notes here before we go any further. Let me talk about things that really matter. Um, we're currently ranked in the top 200 of podcasts in the news category. We are. And I know that we don't necessarily fit the news category. But we're we don't. Sort of, it's not fair. It's not really fair. But no. Because that's a big category. Yes. Some big names, big personalities. And it's kind of hard for us to stay in the top 100. We're currently ranked 192, though. And that's just simply unacceptable. Okay. So you got to tell your friends about the show. Get them on here. If they, if they want to hear you know, some stuff... From a, from a true, honest, real, everyday, blue-collar perspective um, with a little hint of Puerto Rican mix-in. We're, we're your show. We really are. And it's and Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday. I don't know if this is appropriating your culture, uh, Chris, or Not any culture. Not my culture. It's a Mexican culture. Let me take a little. Oh, it smells delicious. Mm. Good. Play the tacos, everybody. Mmm. 
Nothing makes good TV like a host eating. Mm-hmm. Love it. You remember that movie W? W. About George W. Bush? Oh, yes. yes. Oliver Stone movie. Yes, Oliver Stone. Yep. I enjoyed that movie. Um, obviously, a Stone, fic- he puts a lot of fiction into his, his uh, little biography epics. But it was interesting when you watched that movie, and I watched it on an airplane. And I noticed that in order to make W, to make George W. Bush's character that was played by uh, Josh Brolin, they wanted him to look annoying and stupid. So the entire movie, they made sure he was eating. No matter what, they had, they had him chewing and eating food the entire time. And it was like over-exaggerated. So no matter he was, where he was, he was eating food. That's what I just looked like. <laughs> Excuse me while I uh, have a little... Ooh, I'm going to hide the label. This is good TV right here on The Blaze. I'm technically out of my contract, so we could just sit here and stare at the camera. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Let's go. That, my friends, would drive us way... I mean, Michael Knowles wrote a book with no words. Yes. And, and it was on the New York Times bestseller list forever. And became the New York Times bestselling author for writing what, like two sentences? He put a, he put a cover together. A cover... With and pages on the inside about uh, you know, things you can learn from a liberal or whatever it's called. Yes. So we could do that. We could just have the, the world's first ever silent podcast. I'm Ooh. sure somebody will comment and say that we've, they've been done. Um, Shut up. I, probably. <laughs> Something's always been done. Nothing new under the sun. They were selling air guitars on eBay. Just pretending to play it, and people were buying their air guitar. Anyway, that's the clown world we live in. So why, why shouldn't we, you know? have what's going on uh i will tell you though my book as you see it over my shoulder am i crazy it is available for pre-order i'm pretty sure since they've actually got copies to me now you're gonna get it in october like now that they say it's shipping out the first week in october you're gonna get it so uh, let's get on the book, uh, bestseller list because believe it or not that book actually has words in it it does are we sure i should read a chapter you should maybe in another segment i'll read I'll read you a short chapter but uh let me just say, you're going to love the book. And Friday night, I'm going to be at uh, Barge 295. I keep saying Barge 289 something. Barge 295, I think, in, in uh, Seabrook, Texas. Come hang out with us. Going to have a little music. Only 150 people available. Uh, tickets available. So it's going to be intimate. Clothing optional. And then um, we're going to see people. When I say stuff like that, they say, you're going to get people are going to get their panties in a wad. Because you're running for governor and you said clothing optional. Well, that's why we do clothing optional. That way you don't have to get your panties in a wad. There's no panties to wad. Saturday going to be Ruck for Vets. Um, You've heard me talk about my sleep aid with Alpha Elite Performance. They're the ones who do that. Um, Anyway, let's see. What do I want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? There's something. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, No, no, I I do want to get back there because that's the Gabby Petito thing. But I took a screenshot of Elizabeth Warren who was talking about paths to citizenship and about all the ways that they were going to give um, uh, paths to citizenship. She said in a tweet, she said, creating a pathway to citizenship for essential workers, dreamers, farm workers, and temporary protected status holders is good for our economy, broadly popular, and the right thing to do. She can't. They, listen, the federal government can't even create a pathway home for citizens from Afghan in Afghanistan. So you want to talk about you're going to create a pathway to citizenship? 
Uh, we'll talk about the border issue in a minute because I've got some things I want to ask you about that. But first of all, this Gabby Petito thing and, and this, they've obviously, I guess this is a homicide now. They don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's so much going on. This, this is how the media wants you to look at this and spin it. Play, this, play that clip. Most yeah. defense attorneys would give that advice. Yes, I don't disagree with that. But to, to have to be able to have an attorney and do that, and you ask any you ask any person of color, you ask a black man who's there it if, is. if they have that sort of privilege. Ask a poor it's white not person. A privilege. No, it's a right. I know okay. that. I know. But most people don't know that they're not treated that way by law enforcement, even if you think that, you know, cops are the good guys. Yeah, many times they are. But many times they aren't, especially when it comes to people of color and poor people in the society who don't have the means to be able to stand behind a lawyer and not and not go to speak. There you go. So this is a racist issue because white people can afford lawyers, right? Nobody can afford lawyers. It's, the lawyers are unaffordable. Rich people can afford lawyers, I guess. If you don't, you know, unless AOC's dress is a, is a prophecy that they're going to tax the rich. I loved, um, I loved Whoopi Goldberg's take on that. Like that to me, the tax the rich thing, by the way. Uh, speaking of black people, let's talk about Whoopi. It's, uh, it's racist, by the way, for them to make a huge media coverage about this white girl that went missing. And to spend all of these government resources searching for a white boy that took off into the woods of Florida. That's racist. Only white people get that kind of media attention. Don't you forget it. Uh, and it's true because nobody's talking about the murders in, in the south side of Chicago. Uh, but, you know, hey, white privilege. But Whoopi Goldberg on The View the other day, and I know most of you folks watch this show. You don't watch The View. In fact, most of you would say, why is The View, is the View even still on? So that's why we're here to make sure you understand uh, the view's perspective. So somebody apparently explained to Whoopi Goldberg, who's a co-host on The View, what taxing the 1% really means. <laughs> she had no idea, apparently. She didn't know. Uh, Whoopi shaved eyebrows Goldberg. She said, um, you know, while everybody else was talking about Ocasio-Cortez being courageous, like that picture right there, Whoopi, like if you just wrote with her white uh, braids there, dreads, on the back if she turned around, like you could say tax the rich in red right across that white, like she's wearing that dress on her head. Um, they were saying AOC was courageous for wearing that socialist message at the Met Gala because obviously she was around a lot of rich people. Uh, and so what Whoopi said was, she said, you know, what freaked me out about this, I've been trying to figure out, because they say the 1%, you know how much the top 1% is considered? People who make about $421,000 a year, you are part of the 1%. So it shocked her. Because Whoopi probably had $421,000 in her dressing room somewhere in the couch. Like hidden in the cushions. Like she could probably scrape the change up during Netflix and chill. Uh, but she said, this is outrageous, you know, because listen, in America, you're supposed to be able to come and turn yourself into everything, you know? And, of course, Joy Behar interrupted her trying to save that anti-wealth agenda. And uh, she said, I think that what gets people ticked off is, is the fact that Jeff Bezos and that level do not pay taxes. That's the outrage. And uh, 
Whoopi said, okay, so now that we've done that, just know if you're earning over $523,000, this could be a problem. And they don't know how much you do for your family. They don't know if you're raising your grandkids or I'm just saying. See, because to them, half a million dollars a year ain't much money. It's eye-opening that these rich people, these elitists. Now, now let me go back to Don Lemon there. Don Lemon wants to say that, you know, hey, black people, they, they don't have the privilege of being able to have lawyers. They don't have the privilege of it. But Whoopi Goldberg, who, the last time I checked, reasonably black. To her, $500,000 ain't shit. So for her, $500,000, she could blow her nose and, and $500,000 would fall out, blow the other nostril, and Glenn Beck would probably pop out. But either way, it's not much money to her. And here I am just investing in my TGGI penny stock. It's going fantastic, actually. I, uh, I may or may not have picked up another million shares this morning. Hello. I mean, I, it's TGGI. Tango, gov, gov, and, and I'm telling you. It's from China, but it's fantastic. Uh, anyway, the, um, the, but the fact that these elitists can't relate to the idea that someone out there would make less than half a million dollars a year. Like, like to, to think, oh, my God, somebody makes $85,000. They are impoverished. How dare the idea somebody makes $100,000 a year. So that ought to tell you right there that by and large, people on average, the median income ain't that high, folks, in America. It's not that high. So when she's talking about taxing the, like I almost did the, I almost pulled my calculator out and did the math and I just, I lost interest real quick of trying to see what percentage of the population the Jeff Bezos of the world yeah. are, right? They're not the 1%. No. They're the point zero 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 zero. They ain't, I mean, you can count how many billionaires there are on the planet. And when you start talking about multi-billionaires, and Bezos, is he the richest dude in the world? He's not, is he? Like, there's other dudes richer than Bezos. Um, but, I mean, obviously, he's, he's a fat cat. He's got the money. But he ain't, he's not the 1%. That's not what, what is represented by the 1%. And Chad, to you know, go to your, answer your question, according to Forbes 2021 list of billionaires, okay. there is 2,700 billionaires. 2,700 billionaires. Billionaires. And that is 660 higher billionaires than 2020's number. Okay. Okay. So we're growing billionaires. Which I don't see the problem with. Me either. I'm a capitalist. And by the way, as a minority, Don Lemon just said a racist statement by saying that I, a minority, a person of color, right. cannot afford a lawyer. So, and let's go. And by the way, Cuomo at least made a valid point. He did. He said it's, it's a right to get a lawyer. I mean, they'll give you a lawyer. Yes. Um, so I, just a quick little Google search, which doesn't mean anything. Um. But it's got his net worth, Don Lemons, at $12 million. Um, I think he's probably worth more than that, especially if his salary is $4 million a year. Um, uh, he's a black dude. And uh, just, just out of curiosity here, let's do a little search. Y'all just walk with me. Talk with me, okay? This is, this is just the kind of the way. I mean, Lester Holt. Lester Holt. Uh, he's ranked 20th in news anchors. Let's, let's go down here. Uh, let's see who else. You've got Aaron Burnett. 
she's a female, obviously. Uh, you've got, um, let's just come on down here. Da, 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 da. I can keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Not a lot, not, uh, Rachel Maddow's a woman. And again, they're not minorities. But again, Maria Bartiromo, Maria's, Maria's got some money, man. She's ranked 12th. Uh, let's see, Shepard Smith is gay. He's number 11. I'm just talking about marginalized people. Megan Kelly, she's thirty million. Uh, George Stephanopoulos, he's short, thirty-five million. Robin Roberts, black and female, thirty-five million. I know nobody else listening to this is interested, but me, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this. Uh, Matt Lauer, disgraced. Matt Lauer, sixty million. Diane Sawyer, eighty million. Sean Hannity, one hundred twenty million. And Anderson Cooper, two hundred million. He's gay, but he's also a Vanderbilt. So I'm just saying, you know, this, this whole thing kind of falls apart on this. But, you know, tax, tax the journalists. Obviously, they're in the top 1%. You make a lot of money telling the news, but not me, because I'm ranked 192 in the news category of podcasts. And I blame you folks for your privilege of listening to and watching this show for free and not at least using your fingers to go give me a five-star rating and review. And by the way, Chad, the top 10 Black billionaires. Oh, they have those? They have those. I got to talk to management. Jay-Z, Kanye, Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jordan, Robert F. Smith, some big word, Abdullah Sabaluz Rabu, (laughs) and Michael Lee Chin. All right. All right. Taking care of business. Man, oh man, oh man. Hey, TACPAC is the premier monthly subscription box for military tactical prepper and Second Amendment enthusiasts. Boy, you need TACPAC right now. I was talking to my guy, one of my, the head of my security detail. Yes, I have security detail. I believe it or not, I'm running for governor, Beto22.com. Uh, the head of my security detail, uh, we, we got him hooked up with a TACPAC deal, and uh, he, he subscribed. He's like, dude, they said some really great stuff. They send some really cool stuff. He's building an AR with the stuff that they're sending him. Uh, your Second Amendment rights, as you know, is they're under attack. Uh, Pack is going to help you remind yourself every month that you got a lot of freedom and you can be a badass too. $49.95 a month. $49.95. Going to get you at least $100 worth of gear from different companies like 511, Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Mission First, Tactical, Armaspec, whole lot more. You heard me talk about the AR-15 parts. They're going to send you EDC, tools, knives, gear, keep you prepared for anything. September pack features a discreet self-defense EDC items. You get goodies from Zippo, Breakthrough Clean, plus a, a SopMod AR part worth 70 bucks alone. Pack is worth 123 bucks. You need to get yours. Go to TACPAC.com, sign up, use promo code CHAD. I spell it CHAD at checkout to receive a free extra bag of tactical goodies shipped out with your first pack. Don't wait. TACPAC.com, sign up, use promo code CHAD. Be right back. All right, here's my book, Am I Crazy? We were talking about AOC um, and her tax, the rich nonsense. And uh, so I've got a chapter in here. It's the AOC Economist. That's the name of the chapter. And let me just talk to you. This is the person, let me remind you as we read this in context of today, 
this is uh, this is the person who's giving you the advice about not only how to be rich, but how to tax. I got to tax the rich, and she's giving you all this uh, economic advice here. So let me read this chapter to you really quick. Ladies and gentlemen, I am positively quivering with excited reverence as I bask in the acres of shade cast by the monumental dome of our Lady of the Woke, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes, this Instagram heiress of the fortune that favors the boneheaded graces us with her intellect on a fairly routine basis, bringing us solutions to life's problems in the form of product reviews, instant pot recipes, and most recently, a form of economic savvy that you almost have to be crazy to even begin to understand. Maybe not almost. Last year, everyone in the wide world of the web was waxing antagonistic in the general direction of our pop-eyed political princess because she had the audacity to invent a 20th century economist named Milton Keynes, whom she paraphrased in an effort to back up her own substantially well-thought-out bartenderian bartenderian economic theory. Indeed, the brush fire of backlash grew to a white-hot flash of rage on the part of the racist, bigoted, xenophobic, and misogynistic far-right, amidst the furor of which they claimed she was confusing economists Milton Friedman and John Maynard Keynes. You'll note the difference in pronunciation because everyone else did. Now, as you can see and have no doubt heard from all your friends, I wear a cowboy hat. Generally speaking, that lumps me in with all the knuckle-dragging, mouth-breathing, window-licking confab of conservative consciousness you've all come to know and look down upon as a sacrament of your woke, sacred rituals. But today I must part from my good-intentioned but poorly-educated tribe of limitless hatred to land squarely on the side of Mrs. or Miss Ocasio-Cortez. I know you're checking out the window even now to see if there are pigs flying in the sky or if perchance a surprise weather report of snow in the underworld has popped up on TV. But hear me out. The economics of Milton Friedman, known as monetarist economics and the economics of John Maynard Keynes, known as Keynesian economics, are so wildly different that only a person without a pulse to pump blood to the brain could possibly confuse them. Put simply, the former approaches economics from a capitalistic perspective, surmising that the most amount of limitation possible on the government and the least amount of regulation of business will lead to the most robust economy. The latter, on the other hand, states from a socialistic perspective that the capricious nature of the markets invites a firm and steady regulatory hand on the part of the government in order to synthetically, one might say artificially, maintain economic stability. Now, I don't know about you, but I recognize in the words of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez the genius of combining these two figures. Not only is turning two famous economists into one conjoined twin a bold move in uniting our wildly polarized American citizenry, but it also does what I like to think of as covering all the bases. In a modern world where being right and being accurate are increasingly distant kissing cousins, it's vital to be able to back up anything you ever say with a quote from someone, no matter how insanely crazy the thing you're saying is. In one swift motion, AOC has created, out of two whole cloths, a fictional flim-flam economist who may end up being more famous than either of his two real progenitors merely by dint of having poured forth from the two red lipstick font of Ocasio-Cortez's wisdom hole. Weep for society, brothers and sisters, or alternatively, 
learn to laugh at the dipshits of the world and try to stay sane out there. There you go. Classic readings from Am I Crazy? Classic readings from Am I Crazy? Deep thoughts about AOC's economy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, The angry mom. So I can't get past this. Let's switch gears. This lady was hot, boy. She's talking about the pornography in her kid's curriculum. Which is something that this show has brought to We've the forefront. We've talked about this extensively. Yes. Uh, this is some serious stuff. Our friend Sydney Watson, who just texted me, by the way, I will not say what she said. Um, she, I think her Instagram post about it got pulled down, actually, because she showed some of the graphic that was there. Do we have a clip of the, uh, of the angry mom? Let's play that. We boys figured, then hand on the titties, put it in her coin box, put it in her cornhole, grab a hold of that braid, rub that calico. You can find that on page 39 of the book called Out of Darkness, which you can find at Hudson Bend Middle School and Bee Cave Middle School. All right, not going to lie, I had to Google cornhole because I have the game in the back of my yard. But according to Wikipedia, cornhole is a sexualist slang vulgarism for anus. The term came into the use in the 1910s of the 19th. United States is verb form to cornhole, which came into usage in the 1930s, means to have anal sex. I do not want my children to learn about anal sex in middle school. I have never had anal sex. I don't want to have anal sex. I don't want my kids having anal sex. I want you to start focusing on education and not public health. Stone, you're on. There you go. You see that little squirt bottle of antiseptic right there by her, like, as she's talking about all the anal sex, she had the, <laughs> the antibacterial. I got jokes. Anyway, um, good for her. This is what it's going to take, people. You asked yesterday. You asked on the show. You said, what can we do? What can we do? And I said, no, you just got to nuke them all. This is what you do. You, you drop a truth bomb on pre- people. You make them uncomfortable. You make it go viral. You go out there and do stuff like that. Guess what we'll do? We'll talk about it on Blaze TV. They'll talk, I'll talk about it on my social media. We'll talk about it on, they'll talk about it on Fox and I don't know, CNN. MS, I don't know where else they talk about it, but I know we'll talk about it. Shoot. You can we send it to us. About anal sex. Send it to us. If you want to parents, directly to you us. send it to me. We will give you the best coverage about you parents standing up right. for the future. So when I say Absolutely. we love talking about anal sex, everybody listening to the show just kind of cringed. And it's like, oh, no, see, but it's okay. It's okay for the Board of Education to, to do things like that that popularize it to your middle, middle schooler in a book that's there being given to them by the school. And it's crazy. It that makes my heart hurt, Chris. That, that book, you know, and then Puppet Master will put my email on the bottom. Send us... Whatever footage you have of you fighting back against the machine, especially in school board meetings. But, Chad, your book will not be allowed in a school property. Right. But a book about sexual acts, it's okay. Let me take it one step further. Just got a message on Twitter from Kristen. I won't say who. Just got a message from Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Uh, It says she listens to the show when she's at work. Uh, She cannot access chadonblaze.com from her work Wi-Fi 
because her work uh, prohibits it. We're blocked. Chadonblaze.com. Provocative stuff, I tell you. Um, she can't even go there. So you're right. My book would be banned in any middle school. I think it should be required reading, actually. They, you would get civics. You'd get economics. You'd get uh, this uh, cultural wokeism. You, you'd understand Marxism and socialism. Uh, my book will actually educate you. I mean, I just told you about Keynes. And I, I, I mean, I... <laughs> We just broke down economics for you and helped you understand that. My Patriot Supply. You know what I did? I opened up the box the other day. Uh, I had two big, giant new shipments in there. I was there at the warehouse, opened them up, stacked them up, properly stored them. Uh, My Patriot Supply right now, uh, you can save $100 off their best-selling three-month emergency food kit from from My Patriot Supply, America's largest preparedness company. And they don't just have food, folks. There's all kind of stuff. Go to preparewithchad.com. They'll help you cook it. They'll help you. Uh, I mean, there, there's all kind of things. There's all kind of survival things. There's things for outdoors. I mean, just all this kind of stuff. But the food, let's focus on the food. These kits are designed for one person each, and it gets you through uh, three months. So make sure you get one for everybody in the family. They will store in the right conditions for 25 years. And importantly, they're delicious. So go ahead and prepare right now before the poop hits the fan again. Prepare with Chad. Dot com save a hundred bucks this could be your last chance go to my patriot supply by going to preparewithchad.com right now we'll be right back Now, I know we're all over the place today, but I don't care. It's still all on the same topic, basically. Uh, Go back to the, you know, we talk about Don Lemon and Cuomo having that little interchange and Lemon talking about it being white privilege and stuff like that. It doesn't matter if you're white or black. If you're in middle school, you can read about anal sex, like equally, like across the board. You just, you you kids, we make sure that everybody's getting uh, their proper sex education uh, by learning about cornholing. That being said, even though uh, Chris Cuomo came out talking about um the uh the it's chris right he's the he's the news anchor that's how much i don't care about these these guys uh cuomo he's like oh it's right for everybody but he also had an issue with this what's going on down at the border right now in texas so play that clip i was taken aback were you uh, by a single image that should make you pay attention to a problem this one there's a lot here yeah, as an image, to me, it does smack of a bygone era of slavery, aided by reports of people being beaten, whether with a riding crop or the reins, most likely. You may be drawn to the desperation of the man trying to escape. Others, in the desperation of keeping our borders safe, of what I believe the former president tried to depict as a brown menace at our border. Okay, give me, give me 60 seconds here. To say that that is an image from a bygone era to, of something of history, and that is slavery, okay? If, if, first of all, the man was holding two box lunches in a plastic sack that we gave him. He's running around. He's trying to get away. He's trying to get into the interior of the border. He's here illegally. 
wasn't invited, wasn't welcome here. We don't own this man. The man was free to go wherever he wanted to go, except come across into land he couldn't walk into illegally. He wasn't being brought onto the plantation. And when this man tries to apprehend him, or at least get him to go back in the other direction, he's not trampling the man. He didn't pull out his service revolver and blow his brains out across the South Texas field. That would be a sign of murderous rage in the form of subsequent racism. But this is not what we're seeing. They're trying to direct human traffic by the tens of thousands. One man on a horse trying to stanch the flow of illegals. Now, I don't know how many of you out there speak French Creole, but that is the, that's the language these people from Haiti, which, by the way, is an island nation, they didn't just walk to our southern border. They were brought here. Somebody paid for them to come. Somebody paid for these Haitians by the tens of thousands to be at our southern border. They were purposefully brought here. These men on these horses are trying to do what they can to save your life. Because these folks don't come in here speaking Spanish. They didn't come from Mexico or Honduras or Guatemala or Nicaragua or El Salvador. No, they came from Haiti. They speak French Creole. And they're bringing with them, by the way, they're bringing with them their lifestyle, the culture that they've always known. You know what that culture is? Why don't you Google Haiti right now, and a little thing's going to pop up, and it's going to say, are there safe places in Haiti? Read that article, because it's going to say, there are no safe places in Haiti, because there's nothing but violent crime and murder and, and homicide that happens there. So what do you think they're bringing with them? They're bringing their language, yes, they're bringing their culture, they're bringing their religion. Maybe read up a little bit on the, uh, the voodoo white magic. And uh, they're bringing their values, which, by the way, all they've ever known in their country is violence. But yet, this brings back an image of a bygone era of slavery where this poor man with his box lunches in a plastic sack is being abused. <clears throat> I need you, folks, to deflate the tires of the clown car is what I need. That's what I need. Because I'm going to go crazy with this. Anyway, uh, don't worry, Greg Abbott, he's on the border today. He's going to fix it. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's play a TikTok. I need to feel guilty about something. Play it. So did you hear about the federal court ruling today in Iowa? No. We can do mask mandates now. Local control has been restored. And the judge references two affidavits written by Iowa school board members in the federal court case that was filed from the ACLU. And guess who one of the board members is? Is it you? Go bad bitch, go bad bitch, go bad bitch, go Go bad bitch, is that what she was saying? Yeah. She's a bad bitch. She needs a chin implant. Um, the, uh, I, the, um, I don't know why I like to make fun of people's physical appearances. I just do. <laughs> they call themselves a bad bitch. Honey, guess, guess what? They just mandated, uh, locally mandated prostate exams. That's right. You get a finger up your butt every day before you leave the house. That's right. You, you know who's going to make sure that you get a finger up your butt every day? This bad bitch, this bad bitch, this bad bitch. Uh, this is the same thing. We, like, who gets excited about putting a diaper on their face? Exactly. I mean, you're going to, you're going to muzzle your child with a mask. What was it I saw yesterday? I saw a deal. I tweeted it where somebody had sewn a pacifier inside the mask so that their toddler would keep the mask on. 
if you think that there is any semblance of normalcy to that and you celebrate that and you think that is okay, you think that's sane, you think that's, that's the right way to go, and you think that their future is going to be brighter by doing this kind of nonsense, they've been pumping something in our water. They've turned us into crazy people. I'm reminded of the old, we're zombies at this point. We're zombies. We're mindless zombies chewing on the pablum of the media, telling us what's right, telling us what we can and can't do, telling us where we can and can't go, telling us how we leave our house and when we should be back in. These are the days of the purge, folks. These are the days of the curfew. It's a matter of time before it's coming because bad bitch there wants to make sure that you keep a muzzle on your children, on yourself, and that your life is desperately restricted by the government and not only just the big government big brother's got his minions in the local governments as well because bad bitch was there to make sure that you get the finger up your butt every single day because the finger up the butt is what's going to keep you healthy it's going to keep everybody else healthy you know what i've got a finger up my butt right now but if you don't have a finger up your butt then you're jeopardizing my my health put a finger up the kid's butt put a finger i mean don't you put that on a textbook and send them to middle school right now uh, everybody gets a finger in the butt. That's the logic to me. That is the logic. Let's make sure we do something asinine, no pun intended. Let's make sure we do something that ridiculous so that everybody will feel safe about themselves. As Oprah would say, you get a finger in the butt, and you get a finger in the butt, and you get a finger in the butt. But don't say anything about it, folks, because we're just out here protecting your health. That's right. Mask up your children. Please get vaccinated. Do all these things that the that the world is telling you to do because when have the masses ever been wrong? These folks that want to talk about big pharma and, and big media and all these conglomerates and big business, and they're like, oh, you know, tax the rich because they're all evil. These big, these big guys are out there to get you. But now people like big, big, bad bitch, they're the chief proponents of all of it. We'll be right back. Pre-order the book, please. Pre-order the book. Uh, Graham Allen said, whether you love him or hate him, we need more people just like him. We're in a fight for America, and I'm glad we have Chad Prather. Chad Prather's Am I Crazy? Uh, anyway, get the book. Pre-order it where books are sold. And uh, come see us Friday night. Barge, 295. I always get that number wrong. I think that's right. Seabrook, Texas. If you're anywhere near there, you know where I'm talking about. Watchchad.com has all the fun stuff uh, and has information on that show. Go over there. Uh, go to the forbidden site, chadonblaze.com. And uh, pick up some stuff. I still love my F the Left shirt. We're, we're actually, I talked to Alexander yesterday. We're going to come up with the uh, I'm healthy cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm immune because I'm healthy cards. So we're working on that. Uh, that way you can show it everywhere you go. Hey, let's do a review. Uh, thanks for it. Oki, born and bred. Love, love your show. Very informative with a touch of humor. Love the rants and soapbox temper tantrums. Some days you scare me, but always open my mind. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you for tuning in. It's real simple, folks. If you want to be on the show like that, just go to where podcasts are offered, specifically Apple Podcasts. Look for the Chad Prather Show. Hit subscribe. Leave it subscribed, folks. And uh, scroll down where you can leave a five-star rating and a good review. I do appreciate you guys. Um, hey, here's a trick. If you want to go to watchchad.com and shop, use promo code PATRIOT. See if that works.
I think you'll get a discount. They get mad at me for promoting stuff around here. But go to chatonblaze.com. No promo code, but it's still got the F the left shirt. Ha! Tomorrow night with Sarah Gonzalez. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Bye!